the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory, Glory forever. So, long-suffering, patience, endurance, these are the qualities of saintly people. We run afoul at times when we demand justice or we think in terms of earthly sensation of justice like well if he did this then that should happen action reaction that's really not the way of God although God could can do anything he wants it's his creation he sustains it as far as things go we have to align ourselves with his will so when we align ourselves with his will we are free i've i've said this many times but just as we just to remind you that when you align your will with the will of god you're free nothing in this world that happens to you can harm you in any real way Although your body can be harmed because your body will fall into the ground and become dust, you can experience torment and torture, the martyr uh, Blaze, we will hear more about him today. He was a great man, a great saint, walked on the water. But the only reason he could do any of that is because his will was aligned with the will of God. Freedom. True freedom. Jesus Christ points the way when he says that. So, <clears throat> why would we not do it? Well, that's the question. Why do we not do it? Well, in this case, this unjust judge, he was not swayed by fear of God, not swayed by fear of man. But this woman, through her constant nagging and complaining, and he couldn't take it. He gave in. He, he took care of things. And in a way, that's kind of like for us, our will aligned with his will, our prayer aligned with him, that constant prayer, that constant giving life to the, to, the active, to the activity of our soul. As we talked on Wednesday about building a house for your soul to dwell in, to partake in, to participate in. And of course, all those things that we um, need to do. For instance, we need to have a solid foundation. When we found, uh, when we find ourselves depending on Jesus Christ for everything, then we have our, set our foundation steady. It was, we are on the rock. I was, uh, <clears throat> it was kind of, uh, kind of um, an interesting thing. Um, St. Dorothea of Gaza, he uh, was talking about 
in his uh, in his book, he was talking. He talks about um, the virtues in particular, growing the virtues in ourselves, and in particular, he was talking about unseen warfare. Unseen warfare. He was talking directly about it, and he and he compared he 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 compared it to. He said there was this elder, this holy elder, who was sitting out um, in some cypress trees, near some cypress trees, with his disciples around him. And he was comparing this example to what we must do. He said, he told one of his um, disciples, he said, go and pull up that small little cypress tree over there. So he went and pulled it up. Then he said, now pull up the one that's bigger than that. So he had to wiggle it back and forth, and he pulled it up. And then he said, took one that was almost as big as he was. He says, now take that one out. And he wiggled it back and forth, you know, sweating and perspiring. And finally he pulled that one up as well. And then he said, okay, and he, he, he took one that was really a bigger, a much bigger cypress tree, and he said, now pull that one up. And he went and he pushed and he pulled and he tried and he couldn't, he couldn't get it up. So he, um, he asked, if, you know, one of the other guys to come and help him, they pushed and pulled and side to side, they couldn't get it up, it's too big. And, he, and the elder likened sin and to that he's saying that when you first have a thought when you first have an idea when you first have something that comes across that you know isn't right you just he likened it to just take pull reach down, pull it out, and slam it against the rock, which is Jesus Christ. He said, you know, when when the ideas are small and they haven't taken control of us, then we can pluck them out easily if we're attentive. And the idea is being attentive. But if we let it grow and develop in us, it'll be like that large cypress that, that we cannot unroot, no matter how we wiggle it back and forth and back and forth, and then we are unable to do it. And so therefore then, what we have to do then is call upon the saints and upon our Lord. We ask for intercession on our behalf because we, it has gone to the point where it's taken control of the very body and mind and heart and soul, of, of our body, mind and heart and soul. So it's one of those things where if you don't attack it when it first comes up, then you're, then you're going to be in trouble. Eventually, you're, it's going to take control of your thoughts, your actions, and you'll be kind of just unable and then you'll have to depend solely on the saints in, in Jesus Christ. But if you had depended on them from the beginning, but were active, you could pull up those things as they come up. And so that is what 
unseen warfare is. That's the, uh, the idea of unseen warfare, is to see the things as they come up, get rid of them. Now, whatever you have to do to get rid of it is the point. <clears throat> it may require you to, literally, we, when I used to work with, young, with men on, <clears throat> in Portland, I, I did some work with men who had anger problems. And so the first solution to their problem when they were getting angry at their spouse was to get up, walk outside, and keep walking until that feeling goes away. They would, they had, you have to run from those, those kinds of passions. Same thing for just about any other sin as well. You just have to get up and vacate the space. You have to get up. You have to be active. You have to, you know, maybe say the Jesus prayer. Maybe cross yourself a bunch of times. But it's possible to get rid of that thought so that you don't act on it. It's possible. You have to be like the uh, woman who was nagging and nagging and nagging, saying, Lord, Lord, please take this from me, take this from me. Lord, and he will. Lord, take it from me. Take this dark thought from me. Take this dark action from me. Don't let this well up inside of me and take control of me. I want to have you be, I want you to be, I want to give my life to you, so therefore, I depend on you. And so like that woman, you have to be constantly praying, constantly going after it, constantly getting after it in every way possible. You cannot give in. Mother Silwana in her talk said, why would you look down? Why would you give in to the enemy of mankind who is a liar and a thief and a robber and is, hates you completely? Why would you give in to him when all you have to do is look up to God? Literally, look up to God, because God loves you, and He always loves you. He never doesn't love you. So why would you look down and bend your knee to Satan when all you have to do is look up and, and, and offer, you, offer praise to God? You have to practice, as St. Herman of Alaska practiced, you have to, from this hour, from this moment, from this very place, I will praise God forever. So the way to uproot these thoughts, these demonic things, is to be constantly, constantly, constantly in prayer, constantly seeking God in all those things. When you do that, then whatever befalls you, okay, no problem. With Blaze, it was martyrdom. With St. Paul, they cut off his head didn't matter to him. Why? Because he had his life in Christ. He was free. What allowed Jesus to go on the cross and die for us? He was free. Because his, as, he, as man, he had given everything over to God. He trusted God, no matter what. So it's important for us, brothers and sisters, that we not only trust God, that we pray to God, that we are like that woman, you know, that woman with, you know, just going, Lord, please, Lord, Lord, help me, help me, help me. And if we keep asking him for help, if we just keep after it, then he's going to take care of things for you. If you depend on your own efforts, good luck. 
I wish you the best. But only He can save your soul. And so with that in mind, give glory to God at all times. Praise Him for, with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your mind. You know, we don't always know what's happening. Even when we are doing the Divine Liturgy, we stand about, our mind wanders here and there, hither and yon. Last, this past week, we had Divine Liturgy, and I was serving Holy Communion to everybody who came through. And I was praying, and I'd asked uh, dear Borislav to pray for me on that day, because I just felt I needed that strengthening. And just at the end, when I was getting ready, I saw a person standing there, and I said, did you receive Holy Communion? And she came close to the, she came up close to the chalice, and she saw something, something that we don't always acknowledge it's really happening in our hearts. We think, oh, I'm just standing here. The room is, you know, it's mostly empty. It's not. We are in paradise as we speak right now. Imagine being the priest to have to preach in paradise. Tough road to go. But we're in paradise. So if we're in paradise, then all your thoughts have to be heavenly. All the things that you're worried about after the Divine Liturgy happens, you know, secondary. If you have all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind, then God will bless you. In the case of this person, she saw something spectacular. She saw kind of the inner workings of the Divine Liturgy happening at that very moment. And it was incredible to think about. But on the other hand, it happens every time. When we are in the Divine Liturgy, we are in paradise with God. So keep your thoughts, your actions, what you're, what's in your heart, keep it focused on Him. And so when you then receive of that body and blood of Jesus Christ, and then you walk out the door, where is your mind? Where is your heart? What are your actions? Do you immediately go to gossiping about other people? Do you immediately go to saying, being angry, being upset, laughing too much? Do you, do you go to things that are of this world, thinking of the Padros that you left on or something? Just saying, if you are, then you're in the wrong place with that, what just took place inside of you. Because what happens inside of you every single time you receive is you get the body and blood of Jesus Christ. So with that in mind, keep your mind, keep your eyes single, focused on Jesus Christ. Let nothing come between you and Him ever, but especially when we're in the Divine Liturgy. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. <laughs>